The Nemeth Narratives is a collection of stories infused with delightful and insightful thoughts, punctuated with side trips to the fear and anxiety that often challenges many of us in moving forward towards our goals, our dreams, our successes. This is a collection of stories narrated by the authors that take us through their personal journeys intermingled with the roller coaster ride of emotions. For some, it's the first time they've shared, and it started with one thought everyone has a story. Our collection of stories began as the participants coast their creativity out over plates of comforting Filipino food. Through the sounds of joyful sharing, Alicia, that's me, Emma and Benito explained the concept of using community-friendly platform, a podcast, so that this group of younger generation artists and creatives in San Diego could share their journeys of hope. It was not an easy process. It took several months of self-exploration and intuitive storytelling by each of our subjects before they each settled on a topic and allowed themselves to hear their own voice and share them with us, the audience. The culmination of self and group growth led us to our first collaboration, The Nemeth Narratives. We thank and honor our storytellers for allowing us to accompany them on their journey. And the following artists are Adrian Pangilinan, Elixis Julio, Isabel Adamos, Jessica Mercado, Kayla Gelang, Marian Aguas, Marisa Rojas, Martha Gators, Pauline Scully, Seth Dasho, and Trixie Aguiao. The Nemeth Narratives is funded by the Alexander and Eva Nemeth Foundation and done in partnership with the San Diego Filipino Cinema, a San Diego-based nonprofit. The project is led by the wonderful Alicia De Leon Torres, a creative writer and the deputy director at the Nemeth Foundation, Emma Francisco Bautista, an award-winning independent film producer, and me, Benita Bautista, an independent film director. My name is Isabel Adamos, and I am a 20-year-old film production student at San Diego State University. You're about to hear the narration of my short film, Whitewashed. In my youth, I would watch Filipino shows with my grandmother, where I became privy to the world of fair-skinned Filipino actors and performers. Playing outside in the sun, I was cautioned not to stay out for long, out of fear my skin would darken. Later, when bathed, papaya soap was used on my skin. Soon enough, I stopped playing outside and stayed indoors playing with my white dolls. Growing up in the northern hills of San Diego, a predominantly white community, I became acutely aware of how different I was from the majority. So badly did I want to feel accepted. I felt the need to prove my being here and so, I forfeited my culture for their approval. All the while, I felt ashamed for doing so. Ridding myself of my culture also meant erasing part of my identity. 
With my short film whitewashed, I wanted to explore the experience of enduring colorism and conformity as a brown Filipino girl in white suburbs. Whitewashed has been showcased at a myriad of film festivals and exhibitions, gaining awards and recognition, such as Best Documentary at the Ivy Awards and a nomination at the All-American High School Film Festival, the largest student film festival in the world. I believe that diversifying the stories we tell merely expands the range of worlds we enter. The philosophy behind my filmmaking lies in tapping into experiences other than one's own, experiences that make one uncomfortable, experiences that force one to think. When you open the medicine cabinet in the living room bathroom, you will come face to face with 21 boxes of widening soap. I counted. 22 if you include the bar and the bathtub. As a four-year-old brown girl, I would play in my backyard and before opening the sliding door, my grandmother cautioned, don't go under the sun. As a four-year-old brown girl, I did not listen. I ran through my yard freely with a four-year-old's feather for exploration. After playing outside, my grandmother bathed me. Using the bar of widening soap, I was not only cleansed of the dirt I played in, I was cleansed of my color. As I have grown, I have endured the flood of your two dark comments and the stay in the shade warnings made by family members. These words have been sewn into the fabric of my childhood. Over the years, conformity became my best friend. I swam in a sea of white faces, practically drowning for their approval, only to come to the realization that I will never be them. I may be able to mirror their beliefs, their voices, and their uniforms, but when I look at my reflection, a brown face will always be staring back.